0: Good day. Thank you for joining us for this edition of As Time Goes By. I'm the host of this podcast, Rich O'Brien. Now, here's what we're doing. We've talked to this this gentleman, uh, I don't know, a few months ago, whatever it was. Uh, I talk about a certain event that was taking place, but uh, that's over with now. And so we want to talk strictly about one thing. And Matt Prince, that's about your railroad work that you're doing. Can you bring us up to date?
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, just uh, a brief overview. Uh, a couple of years ago, uh, Stefan Sloviev, uh purchased the property. Actually, it's probably been three years ago. Um, April of 2019, I came out and was working with an engineering firm that was overseeing the rehab. And rehab of the railroad. Of the railroad. And
0: railroad is your background.
1: Yes, sir. I grew up railroad. Uh, So we, uh, for a couple of months, I worked with the the engineering firm and uh, oversaw the rehab. And then um, August of that, 2019, my company, CWC Rail, uh, picked up the maintenance contract. Uh, So we're on the property, uh, as most people in Eads and Kiowa County know. um, Meaning where the track is. Is that what you mean by the railroad? Uh, no, our company is is the property though. is on the railroad. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we we're here to we're here to oversee it, and, right. Uh, and right? To maintain mm-hmm. it. Um, Stefan has put millions of dollars into number one purchasing the property, uh, and number two building two interchange tracks on the western end of the line at N A Junction. Uh, one is eight thousand feet long. And one is four thousand feet long,
0: and those are where, as far as we're concerned, where where will we it's, find those.
1: It's west of here, uh, about thirty miles east of Pueblo, uh, right off of Highway ninety six. It's uh, before you get to Boone. It's between Boone and Fowler.
0: Now, now, Matt, why? I'm just trying to. I'm 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 a voice of, of a person who doesn't understand anything about this. Interchange really-
1: tracks are where we take trains to hand off to another railroad. So why do we
0: care in Eads? Uh,
1: Because it opens up the Pacific Northwest, the Western Coast. Uh, It's a more direct line of of traffic flow. Uh, If you loaded a grain train in Eads today, uh, it would have to go back east approximately 500 miles and then head back towards the West Coast. To get to its goal. Correct. Wherever that is but this is going to solve that problem. This solves that problem. It gives like I said a more direct direct flow of traffic. Uh and you know, therefore they get the farmers get better prices for their grain and they save money on freight.
0: Does it affect uh our ranchers at all?
1: It does. Uh we've looked at a couple of opportunities as we, you know, We've had uh, some rainfall in the last few weeks, but it's been pretty dry around here mm-hmm. and so a lot of the ranchers are looking for looking for grass looking for hay uh, to feed their their animals and uh, we've mm-hmm. actually worked on a couple of opportunities to bring hay in from Kansas so
0: well we know they have it <laughs>
1: they do <laughs> I, yeah. I've
0: spent a lot of time in Kansas so I know about that but what about the, now the animals themselves you won't transport transport any uh cows with
1: you or there the opportunity is there is there um we've not explored that but but the opportunity is definitely there so you're really actually ready to
0: transport anything aren't you as we're long open as it's legal for business <laughs> yeah yeah open for business we're,
1: we're open for business um you know we've got agreements with the bnsf interchange agreements with the bnsf and the up uh and the uh, uh Also, on the other end, on the eastern end of the line, uh, where the K&O, the Kansas and Oklahoma Railroad, takes over, um, we have interchange agreements on that end as well.
0: So it looks to me like, as a a person who doesn't know a lot about this, that railroad people own pieces of the track, and then somebody else comes up, I hear you mention uh, Kansas and Oklahoma. Then they they hook up at that point, and it goes on to correct. somebody else that picks it up, and you have an agreement with all of these transporters, I guess you could say
1: railroad companies.
0: Railroad companies, good
1: yeah, as you are, we have agreement agreements with them to you know for them to take traffic beyond the limits of this property.
0: Okay, and that's what you have to agree with them on, and it, you have all these written agreements. I would take it correct uh, to to do that. So here in Eads, we cross that truck every that track every day. Yes, I don't right. know about a truck, but we cross the track every day. That's the day. wrong mode of transportation. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Um, and uh, and we wonder. We look down the track. I do every day as I cross. I'm looking down. I don't I don't see anything yet. When will I see something?
1: In the coming months, uh, you know, there are some other agreements that, that we're working on, not, not necessarily railroad stuff, but uh, uh, we've explored a number of opportunities to move freight. And that's anything from grain to uh, hay, uh, DDGs.
0: And that's your main interest, isn't it? I mean, to hook up with uh, other tracks that take other companies. That take it on, take it on, take it on to wherever its goal is Correct. going to be, and you, that by, that doesn't bother you at all. I mean, what you want to do is is get it on the tracks Correct. and move it as you can.
1: So we've also explored some opportunities with some aggregate, um, and particularly construction sand, uh, to to go into the Denver market. And what we're exploring is setting up a, a transload facility. What's that mean? That means that uh, you could bring, it, and it could go either way. You could bring uh, commodities in by truck and then load it on the rail cars for it to go further. Or you could bring stuff in by rail car, unload it, and load it back on the truck for uh, a local delivery. So We say, wonder,
0: go ahead, please. Uh,
1: for instance, uh, a fertilizer company doesn't have access to property beside the railroad and they don't have a siding they can order fertilizer in we can put it in our transload facility and take that fertilizer from rail to truck for delivery to their plant off of the railroad so i
0: i see these things happening with my eyes but i don't know what's moving that particular thing that's taking place um so when you talk about loading, somebody's responsible for that, right? I mean, yes. And so you have to deal that into your arrangement.
1: Yeah, we, my company CWC Rail, you know, we do uh, track maintenance and we do transloading. Uh, I've set up a number of transload sites over my career. Unfortunately, uh, you know, uh, Stefan Sloviev and the Colorado Pacific Railroad. Uh, are in it for the long haul and it's it's good for him it's good for uh uh, the area Uh, okay that's why that's why i ask
0: you that i i see you personally out and about so so to speak uh ran into you at a chamber meeting chamber of commerce meeting that said to me matt's here because he wants to be a part of the community Yes. Uh, Otherwise, he wouldn't be here. And he wants people to know what he's doing. Yes. That by being there, people are saying, oh, yeah, that's Matt Prince. And he's, he's bringing the railroad through. It's good publicity. Fully. Well,
1: I wouldn't say that I'm bringing the railroad through. because, well, as far Stephon, as they're concerned,
0: <laughs> you know, as far as our eyes are concerned, I, I sure. hear what you're saying. Sure. And and it's good and, that you're
1: saying that. And and we're proud to be mm-hmm. here representing Stefan and the Colorado Pacific Railroad because he, uh, with, uh, you know, his ownership of Crossroads Ag, they've got uh, several thousand acres of farmland in the area and uh, mm-hmm. uh, they're... They, like much like myself and my family, are here uh, here to stay. That's what I picked up. And I, I, I hear that
0: <clears throat> from time to time. Excuse me. <clears throat> you know, I'm interested in one thing that we haven't covered uh, in the previous uh, podcast that we did or even now. But I want to do it now, if you don't mind. Sure. I want to ask about Matt Prince. Sure. Uh, I see this uh, yellow jacket you have on that's with orange. a white teeth. That's, that's orange, oh, Mr. Oh, it's O'Brien. orange. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know my colors very well. All I know is crimson, as you know. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so so I I hear Tennessee vibra- vibrating out of that jacket. Right. Uh, pullover. And uh, I'm wondering why in the world would have... Well, anyway, besides that, I know that you're from Tennessee originally. There's something about the way you speak, that tells me that. And the reason I know that is because I have a background in West Tennessee, as I think you know. Yes, sir. Uh, You, on the other hand, around Pulaski in that area, right?
1: Right. Southern Uh,
0: Southern Middle Tennessee. Southern Middle Tennessee. But you all are kind of alike. You know that? (laughs) Yeah. I don't use the name Pruitt anymore. That's, (laughs) That's my mother's maiden name. Uh, because of Pruitt, who was a Tennessee coach, that it just didn't work out. It, unfortunately mean, it did. not It didn't. I'm glad. I, I'm sorry. It should have worked out, but it didn't. But going back beyond that, uh, here sits
1: Matt Prince
0: in Colorado. Whoever ever thunk it? You know.
1: I wouldn't if you'd have told me three years ago I'd be living in southeast Colorado in 2021, I would have thought you need to get. Uh, here's the a loaded question: checked. Do you like it? I love it. Why? I love it. Um, you know, Eads is, uh, Eads is like a, a big family. Uh, it you is. Know, it's just like a big neighborhood. Uh, mm-hmm. I've never waved so much passing people in the vehicle. Um, <laughs> you know, you walk into the local restaurant or the local store, and it takes you 15 minutes longer than it should to get out because you're visiting with everyone. That's true. Um, That's true. You know, that great place to raise kids uh with our kids it's you know they you just can't find an opportunity for a kid to walk to school anywhere uh -hmm. Eads America is our kids walk to school great and you know we are we feel very safe here um love the people uh can't say enough about how welcoming they've been to me and my family and it's uh, it's just a wonderful place
0: and they and they're interested in what you're doing as well mm-hmm. to be sure, to be sure sure um uh, but your your background fits you think into your being here yes sir. number one because you want the uh, the tightness the closeness that we all do and and it's one of the things that brought us here just uh, 2 years ago yeah so, given that, uh, you have a history, though, from Middle Tennessee, where right. you grew up. And, by the way, where our pastor grew up.
1: Yes. <laughs> at
0: yep. the Baptist Church. Uh, that was a coincidence, wasn't it?
1: That's a huge coincidence. The chance that uh, a couple of guys that, that graduated from the same high school ended up in uh, East Colorado, uh, uh, he got, he graduated a year ahead of I, of, of myself, and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to remember. I think we had a Spanish class together in high school. So, did it, it work? Uh, Not much. Uh, no. <laughs> so <laughs> you grew up stay. in that
0: area, and, and and so then how did you get hooked up with railroads?
1: Well, uh, my father was in the late '80s. Uh, he was in the scrap business, scrap metal business and he uh along with the uh the some folks that uh, he worked with uh, were faced with the abandonment of a short line railroad in southern middle tennessee and northwest alabama uh to protect rail service to their scrap facility uh they formed a group and and purchased the the short line it's uh it was a tennessee southern railroad you say short line
0: that's exactly what it is, right?
1: Yes, sir. There's three classes of railroad, class one, class two, and class three. Class three being short lines, class two being regionals, uh, and class ones being, you know, the big boys, mm-hmm. uh, the BNSFs, <laughs> the UPs of the world. Right. Um, and so from, you know, an early age, every, when I wasn't in school, I was at the railroad. Mm-hmm. And... uh When I got out of school, I went to work for him, and you know, started on the bottom. I was the track inspector's assistant, uh, which meant that whatever the track inspector didn't want to do, I did. uh, Which was
0: probably more than you cared to do. It well, (laughs) uh, but it was a learning experience. That's what you always say. It
1: it was a learning experience. I worked track for a while. Uh, I actually worked in our locomotive shop for a while. Uh, I. I spent some time as a locomotive engineer. Uh-huh. Um, whatever whatever I needed to do, I did.
0: We get on a train. We expect it to run safely. Yes, sir. That's what you were watching for the track to do. Right. Right. Uh, that's. I've, I've been on trains, particularly in the Northeast, where you go from New York to Washington, you go on a train. Right. It's an easy, quick way to do it. What if things don't work? Then we see what happens, problems. It's
1: uh, problem. it, it's the D word. And, yeah. Uh, we don't like talking about As a railroader, I don't like to say the D word. So. No. No. <laughs> so you got into
0: it. You did it. You worked with it. Yes, sir. And you had this opportunity, I suppose, from Well, uh, I spent gentleman. a number
1: of years working with my father. Uh, and then in 2006, he sold. They sold the company to uh, a holding company. Mm-hmm. And I actually stayed on with them for a, a number of years and, and managed mm-hmm. the, the property. Um, did a couple of other things outside of railroading and missed it every day that I wasn't railroading. and Wow. Um, 2016, I got back into it with uh, another short line holding company. And uh, spent a couple of years, almost three years with them and decided that uh, I would do my own thing. And then February of 2019, I resigned from a good job uh, to pursue track maintenance or switching or whatever. Uh, We had experience doing all of it. And so I made a few phone calls to some friends in the business. and uh, One of those was to Harvey Crouch with uh, Crouch Engineering. And Harvey and I had a an hour-long conversation, and uh-huh. April, uh, the middle of April of 2019, I found myself in East Colorado, <laughs> uh, overseeing <laughs> yeah. uh, the rehab for the Colorado Pacific uh, through Crouch Engineering. And, and uh, like I say, in August well, of that year, we picked up the contract to be a more permanent fixture to... Uh, <clears throat> that's when we came. August of, was it, 19? 20?
0: Uh, yeah. yeah, 19. Yeah. So we've, two years. So every day when I cross those tracks and I look down each way, one of these days something's going to happen. Yes, sir. And that's going to be a real surprise to me.
1: We've By that time, few... will
0: you have put up all of the safeguards and whatnot?
1: Well, we, uh, we actually uh, worked through the state. And uh, because of the, the track speeds here and uh, the traffic volumes, both mm-hmm. vehicular and train, um, we have mm-hmm. signals on the four state highways. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's 385 mm-hmm. and Sheridan Lake, mm-hmm. um, 71 and 96 mm-hmm. in uh, Sugar City and Ordway, and then a little bit further out on Highway 96. So those those four will be the only crossing signals that we have. So here in Eads, what happens? It it'll be just like it is now. It's got it'll have the railroad crossing uh, signs there with the yield signs and.
0: And, and but there'll be no guard, no uh, rails. Uh, no
1: sir. A, okay. No. Well, not that's that why we, it's uh, very important. <laughs> uh, we've spent mm-hmm. some time in the schools and done Good. some other stuff to educate because. Nobody around here's used to seeing a train on a regular basis. That's uh, right. That's
0: right. We're uh, we're anxious for it. We want it to happen. Yeah
1: we're looking for it.
0: And I tell you what, Matt Prince, when that gets running, I'd like to have another podcast with you. Yes, sir. And talk about what's really happening now that we can put our mind around. Sure. Great? Sure. Matt Prince, thank you for joining us, for being with us on this podcast and talking about railroads. Woo-hoo. Yes sir. I just tried to throw that in. Pedro cut us go off. Balls. <laughs>